Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Today, we are talking about finding the right teacher for your practice. So as you pop in and pop out, and you can always circle back to this video afterward or to this blogcast um, and listen in, there's some key points, and I'll share a personal story as well um, with you on my journey. But what's really important is that last week we talked about how uncertainty plus life transitions equals this exponential growth. And with that, we find that we learn so much within ourselves. So some of you know where we're going with this. Finding the right teacher means looking within. You are your greatest teacher. We are only here to guide you. And that's something I want you to keep in mind as you begin your yoga journey or if you've been on a yoga journey, okay? And that is discovering the teacher within is also helping to discover the teachers that you will attract and resonate with on your path, all right? And so we begin with, when we understand mindset shifts, we go from performance to practical application and physiological well-being. I am not everyone's cup of tea as a yoga teacher, but for others, I resonate completely with them. For others, they need someone that's maybe softer voice or a little bit more calmer, but I'm the kind of teacher that's gonna be super real with you and I'm not gonna hide anything from you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything from you. I'm gonna give you what you need. I'm gonna give you not what you want, what you need, keep that in mind, because I know you better than you know yourself. And that's the important thing about finding the right teacher is knowing that the teacher that you're going to be experiencing and resonating with has been through what you've been through and can speak from that subjective experience and be able to guide you along that journey. Most importantly, all of you are my teachers. All of you teach me something so much more important that I value because I get to know, love, and trust each of you on a very different level. And for me, that's an entire experience of a mindset shift. Finding the right teacher, along with looking within yourself, is also knowing what teacher resonates the most with you and where you're at right now. Every teacher that you are going to experience along your yoga and wellness and well-being journey is going to resonate a very different way, whether it's their voice, whether it's the lineage, whether it's the goal, and thinking about those same things, yourself, 
those are some key questions that we're going to be talking about today is the first one I have them written here what are your needs what are your needs what is it that you're looking for what is it that you're looking to achieve do you have lower back pain do you feel a sense of discomfort or dis-ease do you feel um, depression coming upon you these are things to really think about when we're thinking about the teachers that we want to be spending our time with because these are the teachers that are going to nourish us along this journey they're going to be able to culture what it is that we're going through and help us to expand, like we talked about before, into that exponential growth, reminding ourselves that we are our greatest teacher. Ely talked about that when we talked about the wave and having that humble wave, that we use the entire ocean as the power for the wave, depending on how big or how small the wave is, it's still part of the whole collective. And so that is the same thing in application to our mindset and our well-being. It is the embodiment of the whole. And so at first, you know, I began yoga as a workout. I thought it was a great workout. I thought it was, I'm going to look so cute. I'm going to look all fly. And I'm just going to get this workout going. Look at me on my side plank. Oh, I can do a headstand. I'm like so awesome. And I started recognizing that I was getting that ego in the way of my development. And as I got deeper and deeper into my practice, and as I began to resonate more with my practice, I also started resonating more with different teachers. And my very first teacher was Ira Ohm in Florida. And he was the one that really took me under his wing and not only showed me all of these elaborate poses and gave me the insight as to how to attain them, but he went even further than that. And he actually scraped those poses off and he said, yoga is not a performance. Yoga is about the translation of your innermost intelligence and how you're translating that into your livelihood and into your life. And so that became the beginning of my journey. And from him, I went and got into the space of developing within myself, what is my teacher? Who is my teacher? And I began to recognize that that inner being is my teacher, is my guide. And the people that are coming into my life are the ones that are nourishing and culturing that. And teachers can be more than just yoga teachers. Teachers can be the people that you surround yourself with, your collective, the love of your friends and your fellow yogis and your community. And so keeping in mind that you may begin your journey as a workout or you may begin your journey as a way to release stress or refine what's going on in your life. But what's most important is discovering the inner guru teacher that lives here inside of you. And so how do we discover that? How do we find the right teacher that resonates with that and helps us to culture that? Well, again, we ask ourselves a few couple of questions. And that is one is, what are our needs? What is the need that we have right now? And that could be a really sweet journaling question. You know, thinking about that, self-introspection. Self and then once you kind of refine that, what is the goal? What is the goal? What is the overall goal? You know, where, where do you want to be in that space? And maybe it's, I want to be able to understand how to transcend or 
I want to be able to understand how to navigate this really interesting world and the dynamism that I'm experiencing right now. And so maybe that could be a goal or it could be even more simple than that, maybe a more tangible goal. I want to be able to touch my toes. I want to be able to sit in a chair comfortably. So there could be really, really simple goals as much as there can be really, really, really big goals. All goals have little goals that equal to the big goal, okay? And then think about what style of yoga are you seeking? What style? So maybe it's hatha or vinyasa. Maybe it's restorative yoga or yin yoga. Maybe it's jivamukti, kundalini. There's a plethora of inis and yogis and all e's out there. And so really discovering what type of yoga is going to be the one that resonates with your physiology the best, okay? Not everyone can do Ashtanga yoga, but traits and traditions from Ashtanga yoga might be found within Hatha yoga, may be found in Vinyasa, may be found in more Kundalini, may be found in more restorative practices, even Maharishi yoga asana. And so there's quite a few avenues that you can explore on your own based on where you're at right now. And know that for me personally, I'm very well versed in quite a few variations of lineages because I've decided to dedicate my life to yoga and dedicate my life to the exploration of what it does and the benefits of yoga. So ultimately I can infuse it into our medical practices as a combination of taking care of ourselves inner and outwardly and start everything starts from inner healing. And also thinking about the variety of styles that you can give yourself permission to explore. For me, I started with Bikram yoga and I recognize that as much as I think that's great and all, it didn't resonate with me at that time, but seasonally it did. So in the winter months, I would go to Bikram because it warmed my spirit up. It caught my pitta fire going. It had me moving more. And I also recognized that during the spring, I wanted more cooling practices. And so I would go and dive into more uh, hatha yoga and vinyasa yogas that were just more fluid movements. And then as I transitioned, based on those transitions of the, of the seasons, is when I would transition the practices that I was doing, whether it be kundalini, whether it be rocket yoga, yin yoga, it just all really depends on where I was at at that time. So that's something to also consider is that it's not just one style of yoga that you might be resonating with. It might be a variety of them. So thinking about it like that might also help you to recognize what teachers are going to resonate with you the most as they help to culture and develop you in your practice. Now we continue. So you also wanna consider the tone of voice some teachers might have. Some teachers, like I love Baron Baptiste. I think he's hilarious, he makes me laugh. And so I really enjoy watching him teach and also guiding because he brings this really super playful nature into his practice. I also really enjoy learning from teachers like Kino who always has a smile on her face when she's teaching class and practicing. And she has a very sweet liveliness about herself 
even though her classes are so reconnecting. All right, here we go. We're reconnected again. I apologize about that. And then also, do you want to practice at home or do you want to practice outdoors or do you want to practice in a yoga studio? So really keeping in mind your own safety and well-being. So if you're comfortable now to go into the yoga studio, then go into the yoga studio. Get your mat down there and start getting involved with your energetic best friends. Knowing that we can culture that same thing here online, which is what we do every Saturday morning on our Facebook page, we create a community of online energetic best friends all practicing together all over the world. And sometimes you might find that same energetic best friend in your yoga class right next to you and you don't even know the person, but they're your energetic best friend. They're there for the same thing, to go through the process of nurturing and refining and releasing anything that no longer serves them. In Ayurveda, we call this Agni. We call this the, the digestive fire. And so maybe that's where you're at today. You're going through that digestive fire so that you can receive the nourishment and release what no longer serves you. And there are teachers out there that will guide you through those processes based on where they've been at and being able to resonate with you where you've been at. So sometimes it's finding the teacher that aligns with you from what you've been and where they've been and coming together as that union, which is part of yoga, the union, all right? And now I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, y'all know me. We've had our fair share of some teachers that have said some ish to us that we've been like, whoa, no baby, like this is not, this is not my teacher. And we've had some teachers that are still growing on their journey. And I wanna put those teachers there too. They may have said some things to you that um, they may have inappropriately touched you or they may have said some things or, you know, keep in mind that all teachers are human beings and they have their stuff. And so we all, know for the most part those of you watching those of you listening um that have come from the bikram world learned about uh, mr bikram and what he's gone through and and has done even some of my teachers that in hindsight i've seen um have gone through their their stuff and we have to separate the person from the practice okay if bikram resonates with you he offered an experience for millions of practitioners that are still heavily healed by those 26 sequential poses. And he doesn't teach them to you. The teachers that are teaching them teach them to you. And we need to take him out of the equation, but we need to receive, just like we process the Agni, just like we process our digestion, right? What we receive, we take in what we nourish and we let go of what no longer serves us, all right? So he as a teacher may no longer serve us, but to receive what he's taught us is what's nourishing us. And that, my friends, is very important because there's gonna be practices and there's gonna be teachers out there that you may or may not resonate with, but what they are teaching or offering you taught you something as well. 
We learn from the good and we learn from the bad. But either way, we're always learning. Why? Because we are our greatest teachers. We are our greatest teacher and everyone else is culturing the teacher within. So remember that when we're finding the right teacher, sometimes finding the right teacher is already there. It's just culturing the teacher. And so that could be you. All right. So I'm going to refer to my notes here because I have so much lovely things to share with you. Um, so like we said, we've had our fair share of teachers. We've also had some incredible teachers that have enlightened us. And that word enlightenment is misconstrued a lot of the time. And so I just want you to know that you're already enlightened, all right? You're already enlightened because you're already in tune with your higher self. It's just taking the time to sit with yourself, to sit with that higher being within you. That is your intuition. That is your guide. That is the leader taking you into this evolutionary process of progression, all right? And so sometimes we are given a blessing of a new teacher that helps to curate that for us from one teacher synchronously to the next and so on and so forth. I was really blessed on my yoga journey to be introduced to the teachings of Yogananda very, very early on from my teacher, Ira Ohm. And from him, I learned about another teacher, Kelly Brookbank, and her husband at the time. And then they took me under their wing and provided me with a plethora of knowledge and introduced me to Jayu Tal and Russell Paul. And I started to chant and do mantra and I understood the beauty about bhakti and hence why Jai Bhakti Yoga is named Bhakti because Jayu Tal is the person that gave me the name. Jai Bhakti is what he called me on 11-11-11 at the yoga fest and I'll never forget that day. And that was the reason why we are now called Jai Bhakti Yoga. It is the devotion and victory of the Supreme God. And that is why we have this name. And also keeping in mind that all teachers offer something different from him. I learned and explored a variety of power yoga that became the manifest of my own power within. And I decided to discover that under the realm and under the wing of Kino McGregor and learn from Ashtanga Yoga and then under the wings of Baron Baptiste and from there Judy Weaver to understand the world of trauma and being able to teach and understand the mindset and mental health aspect of what yoga can offer. Later down the road, I introduced myself into this beautiful teacher named Brett Larkin who cultivated and a comprehensive teacher training that I did my 500 hour with and she really nourished this side of me that I never thought I'd have the courage to enter into. And from there, I was able to step into my own truth and step into that embodiment of that and share it with a beautiful community that I was able to culture and love on while my time was there. And as I was progressing and growing, I also started to be able to connect deeply with my Spanish speaking community and teach yoga to the Latinos and the Hispanic community. And I entered into the teachings of Elena, Elena, Elena Malova and learn under her. And then this all became this beautiful manifest of more teachers that came that really nourished my heart and well-being and my soul. And then I entered into Maharishi and 
Maharishi Yoga Asanas, MIU, and here I am to this day still growing in my yoga journey and discovering the right teachers for me. And not to even mention, and I even want to bring up teachers that have inspired chanting and mantra even more and diving into your soul search and your soul journey, such as Sean Johnson and Mitchell Blyer, who are incredible teachers of diving into the soul of your yoga practice. And so we all resonate with teachers. Mind you, in the midst of all that, thousands of teachers in between, those are the teachers that I highlight because they're the ones that made the most impact in my life. And they're gonna be teachers that make that kind of impact in yours. And so it's important when you're finding the right teacher that they're culturing and aligning with you, holding that support with you and loving on you the way that we need to be nurtured. Now, a couple of things that I wanna share also is that whatever your experience has been, it's time to begin the journey again. And if you are where you are right now, that is exactly where you need to be right now. Exactly where you need to be, <clears throat> excuse me. It's time to start the journey again, to take the journey to the next level and to expand <clears throat> and expand into that exponential growth, okay? So we all start with that one teacher that changed our lives like I did. And from there, we continue to grow and what's most important is immersing yourself, immersing yourself into that journey. It's a hot date. It's a hot date as our TM teachers tell us. You wanna make a non-negotiable commitment to your practice. And for me, I practice TM twice a day, transcendental meditation, non-negotiable. I drop everything I'm doing to sit for 20 minutes with my inner being and I feel completely refreshed afterward because I'm immersing myself into the ocean of that consciousness and I'm coming back up to the surface completely refined. And this is what we talk a lot more about in teacher training is that nurturing and culturing of their, their deep intellect into the surface level, what we call the chitti fritis, the monkey mind on the canvas. And so really immersing yourself into the spiritual and emotional well-being and that will help us to determine where we're going to grow into, we're gonna grow into, right? So once you've determined the teacher and the lineage, you wanna follow that, you wanna take action, and then you wanna create this non-negotiable commitment to yourself, whether it's practicing with them, whether it's virtually or in person, at least once a day, every day, for at least 21 days to start, because that creates a habit to infuse the habit and solidify it and kind of emboss it into your being, 66 days really curates that. We've heard 40 days, we've heard 21, we've heard all the things. 66 days scientifically proven really is what solidifies what you're embodying. 66 days of that. So if you have a piece of paper and pencil, write that down. 66 days. And if you also have a piece of paper and pencil, I'm going to give you a couple journal topics. Okay. And this is going to help you with finding the right teacher that's going to help curate and nurture and culture and foster and all of those wonderful adjectives to help you grow the teacher within yourself. Because I'll tell you this, everything you've gone through, everything that you've done, everything that you've said, 
everything that you've experienced is cultivating you as the teacher for someone else. Every single thing you've gone through, everything. I want to mention a teacher that I am very in love with, Moses Love. He is the owner of, co-owner of I Love Yoga brand and apparel. He is an extremely powerful spiritual guide for me and an incredible teacher of Kundalini Yoga. And if you can't see God in all things, you can't see God at all, is what he says. And you, within yourself, have that innate God. You are that divine being. And everything that you've gone through is that manifest of the unmanifest that someone on your journey is going to need to hear from you. And they're gonna to need to learn that from you, how you overcame those struggles and how you persevered and how you got to where you're at today. Sometimes it just takes that one moment of reaching out to save a life. And I'm in the business of saving lives and I'm in the business of making sure I culture and nourish those lives because I know what it's like to go through serious depression, to lose everything. The people that you thought loved you the most pick up and leave and without a trace or even knowing why. You know, there's deep loss, there's death, there's so much. And yet we find the inner strength and we find teachers and friends that culture and foster a space to hold that space for us to grow in. So it's important that you recognize that you yourself are part of that collective, consciously growing and nurturing others along your journey. So here are the questions that I want you to think about, just two, all right? The first one is what lineage or practice of yoga are you most curious about? And the second is, does it resonate and how will, it, how will you take the time to integrate the self-care to support your mental, emotional, and physical well-being? I'll say them again. What lineage or practice are you most curious about? Second, does it resonate and how will you take the time to integrate that self-care to support your mental, emotional, and physical well-being? Okay. So I want you to think about that. All right. So I love you very much, as you well know. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post underneath this video a laundry list of teachers that I've resonated with along my journey and that I have grown with. And hopefully you will be inspired by their messages and or not and be able to learn from them and maybe they might be the stepping stone to the next teacher for you okay and i'm gonna leave you with that i've started our 200 hour yoga teacher training already for the cohort but you're more than welcome to join my yoga teacher training for the self-paced 
course, which you can join and move along at your own progress. You don't have to worry about making it to a meeting or anything. You just take your time, you move along, and we actually meet one-on-one -on -one at your leisure over the course of five months to dive into that material, okay? That's already ready for you, and I'll put that link down below as well. And most importantly, I always like to say, just message me. Just send me an email, DM me here, send me a private message. Let's connect. I wanna also help you along your journey and I am available for you. So with that, I send you all my love. I will share this blogcast on my blog on Tumblr where I dive in and expand upon this more on my writings. And then I also, of course, send you a lot of resources as well with that. So I love you all and I'll see you next Monday for our talk. Um, we'll be joined with some lovely guests, which I'll be announcing on Instagram. And then as well as on YouTube every single day, we have classes going up and we are in the month of Spanish heritage. So all classes are either bilingual or all Spanish for our Spanish speaking community. So I'll see you Saturday for our inner peace yoga at 9 a.m. And with that, so much love and namaste. Thank you. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.